Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Uh, welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Bretton Yates, and uh, joined by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, uh, Sean Matheson, who's uh, back on deck for today. Yep. Matho, welcome. We've got a big program to have a look at. Yeah, Yates, you're looking forward to the show. Um, great to be with you today. And yeah, the racing just uh, keeps getting better and better here in SA. Some more feature races coming up in the in the coming weeks and, you know, obviously heading towards the Nationals in August. But uh, really exciting racing and plenty to talk about on the show. Yeah, sure is. We're going right around the state, quite literally. We've got Mount Gambier, the Anniversary Cup, so we'll touch on that. We've got the North v South Challenge, yep. so we'll get stuck right into that. And, of course, uh, on Thursday night, we've got the uh, final of the uh, the Champion Puppy. Yep. No, really good. So um, plenty to talk about. Okay, uh, we'll get stuck into it right after this. The Week in Review. <laughs> Our Week in Review brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co., uh, proud suppliers of uh, fresh pet food for our GAP SA Greyhounds. Uh, They're in the GAP prison programs. They're based right here in South Australia. Uh, So visit their website, freshpetfoodco.com.au, for uh, more information. Uh, Matho, plenty to uh, check out here. We might get underway with uh, Sunday's information. So last uh, Sunday night at Gawler, we had the uh, first round of the North v South Challenge. Uh, Firstly, Take us through how this all works, and then we'll get stuck into the results from uh, from Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. It's the second year, Yates, of running the North v South Challenge, brought together by the Gawler Club and Murray Bridge Club, who wanted to get a bit of a connection between yep. um, their participant group and the Greyhounds. And we um, sort of developed this concept of a, effectively a, a two-round series into a final, which rotates at Murray Bridge and at, and at Gawler. Um, we're at Gawler, obviously, for the finals this year. Um, so the, we have the first round, which is, you know, two 500-metre races, one for the north participants, if you like, and then one race for the south participants. We also have the same thing over the short course, over the 400 metres, which was Sunday night at Gawler, uh, one for the north and one for the south. And those same fields effectively get picked up and moved to Murray Bridge, different box draw, same dogs. Um that will give us two rounds of, of races, if you like, and then the top four qualifiers from the 500-metre event from north and south and top four from Murray, Bri- uh, from Murray Bridge, yep. They go together in the final at Gawler on uh, Sunday in a couple of weeks' time. Um, and so, yeah, it should be really exciting um, who actually takes out the challenge. I know last year um, it was split, the south won one and the north won the other. Yep. So I'm sure uh, there'll be plenty of interest in the next uh, coming weeks. But we had some really good racing on Sunday night in both of those um, uh, challenge races. So we had the first division um, over the 531 metres, yep. a terrific effort by uh, Dasher Blue. Great training performance this by Richard Pierce. He'd given it nearly three weeks off, yep. uh, dropping back in trip. And, gee, had a really nice beginning to the race as well, which was, uh, once he's in front, how are they going to get past him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, probably one of the most improved chases in the state. He's really progressed really well. Um, we know he took out the Shane McQueen from box one. And when he drew box one in this round, um, I thought, geez, he's going to be hard to beat. Didn't think he'd lead, though, Yates. No. And that's, that's the key. I think a lot of people thought Agent 19, who did start favourite in the race, would lead. Um, but wasn't the case. Dash of Blue led, as you said, on the back of a, a three-week break. Great training performance. Got the job done. Ran time too, 30-56, um, but just really raced away from them during the latter part of the event. Agent 19, a good run 
into second and um, both Springvale Bray and Zipping Holland both ran good races. Zipping Holland first up for a while um, showed good speed. Um, Zipping Bray is more of a staying type and was getting home hard um, along the rail. So I mean um, really interesting race. They'll all head off to Murray Bridge over the 5.30 which um, you know some of these might not have seen. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. Just on that probably a bit unfortunate the North smallish fields um the south have really come to the party and, and really supported this series so really pleased for them and definitely the people from the north who did nominate terrific work but we'd like to see more people from the north really support this series yeah and that 530 meters at the bridge is a bit different isn't it yeah. like more of a testing run so um some that are maybe more suited to the sprint may just find themselves a little bit vulnerable there dash of blue certainly not one of those yep. very very strong uh what about the next division so this was the south uh as you mentioned great field assemble great field. um what about the win of oh louise take us through this so powerful mid-race i know she's one of your favorite shades particularly I mean she ran third in the anniversary cup back in April yep. and we thought oh here we go but I don't know she sort of sort of hit a bit of a flat spot in her form but geez late in the race here didn't she accelerate away from the field yeah um, Tim Richards his team's going really well uh, she drew five she began quite well sat midfield um, but yeah really accelerated away 3091 Victor Speed did run a good race I think got checked a couple of times in the run when he was trying to build momentum um, held on really well, but five lengths away from the winner. And, and Finnis Whisper and Finnis Surprise, Finnis Redeem, ran it out the third, fourth, and fifth there. Um, but, yeah, I think the top two there are probably going to be the hardest to beat when we head off to Murray Bridge. I think Victor Speed will be a tougher opposition at the bridge over the 5.30, as you mentioned, about that strong run and a bit more cleaner racing. But really good to see Eloise back in form. Yeah, the, the thing that impressed me about its run was – when it had clear room on the outside, oh, Louise. So that's when really started to charge into the race. And at Murray Bridge, you're going to get that because there's such a long back straight. So yep. I really feel like it's going to set up well. And just the space that it put on them in the home straight was, as you said, a five-length margin. Uh, probably added three lengths in the home straight alone. Yeah. was probably a couple of lengths clear and then really put them away. So it was a terrific effort. Um, well done to Tim Richards and the team. Uh, what about the sprint? So we're over the 400 here. And this market, quite surprising to me. Uh, Velocity Tunney had been in really good form, um, but was strongly backed. And Toby West, who's a record holder out there yes. at Gawler, was a big time drifter out to $4 in the end. Uh, take us through this race. Amazing prices, Yates. Yeah. When, when, what they started at compared yeah. to what they opened at. Um, but yeah, I mean, Velocity Tani led, which I think is what, what the market suggested Velocity yep. Tani would do. But shifted up. Yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. The, the run where was Toby West. I think most of us expect Toby West generally likes to go around other yep. dogs, use that really good mid-race acceleration, which we know he has. He's got an amazing mid-race. But he went to the inside yeah. of Velocity Tarnay <laughs> and off the back straight. Once he was to the inside of Velocity Tarnay, yep. that was it. He was, was going to run away with it. Yeah. Um, probably, I think most people didn't expect uh, Toby West would probably begin sort of as well and be in that position, you know, pretty much second early. Um 22.59, really red-hot run. Velocity Tarney held on for second. Missed the ticket. Masters dog for Ben Rawlings. Did a nice job as well. Um, 30.79. And uh, Mr. Ticket does go well at the bridge. But we also know Toby West does too. Because I reckon yes. last year Toby West took out took out the series. But I reckon it might have been the 500-metre series that Toby West took out last year. So over the short course this year. So terrific training performance. Um, but yeah, I mean, the top... 
Yeah, Toby West is going to be hard to beat as the series goes on, I think. Yeah, it was a, a fabulous win. Uh, that, that mid-race acceleration is extraordinary. But like you say, a little bit of a different pattern. Went back to the inside, had some yeah. clear room and, and sort of really spaced them. Um, the South Division, so once again, a, a big field here. Uh, Hot Sky, very impressive win uh, in the sense of, look, the time obviously wasn't as quick as Toby West, but had to cross from the outside yep. and showed some really nice acceleration early. Um, sort of held a little bit in the early stages, maybe a half to a length, had to really continue to work, but uh, ended up being a pretty nice win in the finish. Yeah, good win um, for the Rasmussens. Uh, big field. There was a bit of crowding on the first turn there, and, and I think a few of the ones who finished in the second half of the field, you can sort of put a bit of a line through and, and see how they go at the bridge on Sunday night, particularly Springvale Maddie and Go Go Snow. They virtually they were going to be up on speed, yep. and they both found trouble. So I'd definitely still be looking at them as strong chances in the series with a bit more clearer running at the bridge. But take nothing away from Hot Sky. Um, again, that just that box eight obviously suited because it was able to avoid that trouble and, and accelerate really strongly. Diesel Runner, good run at Gawler, and we know this dog is high grade at Murray Bridge. We'll love getting back to the bridge over yep. the over the 395. And Kenya Racer also loves the Murray Bridge circuit. So they did good performances to run second and third. Really even series the south for the short course, I think. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. You could almost flip that race and get that sort of result at the bridge in placing. So really open. But um, Hot Skies are... Uh, got the advantage there with the win. Yeah, well, terrific stuff. So they will all meet again uh, come Sunday night with the final uh, on Sunday the 30th at uh, Gawler. Um, Okay, what about the Mount Gambier Anniversary Cup? So, look, we haven't got a full box draw for you as yet, but we might be able to just sort of touch on this. It's um, And and look, it's a race that's had more money injected into it as well, Matho, for this year. So it's an $8,000 final. Yeah, it is. And so the the club, um, they obviously have their cup every year in the March, April sort of time slot, depending on where Easter is. And they were looking at another second quality feature. And their anniversary cup has always been well supported over the years. So uh, with the support of GRSA and the club, we're, we've injected a bit more money into the into the race. Um, $8,000 total prize money. And I think it was reflective of of the noms, we did get two heats, which is not surprising to get two heats. But I think the depth there, Yatesy, yep. was uh, really impressive. Um, we had some dogs travel down from the metro area. I think Tim Aloisi travelled down with Raver's Army and a couple of his team, and and we had some dogs from across the border, um, let alone the uh, the local. So it was a really strong series, and. Um, yeah, the first heat was taken out by a Victorian. I yeah, think. Aston Marvel. Um, now, this is a big dog. Nearly 38 kilos, this greyhound, and uh, was able to push through, uh, grab the lead pretty comfortably, but look really extended for a, for a nice win. Uh, five and a half lengths, the, the margin in the end, running 29.50. So it was actually yep. the, the quickest uh, sort of heat to go through. But he just strikes me as a greyhound that's going to need a draw in the final because yep. of his size. He's... He's so big and bulky. Um, and look, out of that particular heat, I didn't feel like there were a lot of excuses in behind. So it was sort of a, a one-act affair, I felt, in the opener. Yeah, I think Dustin Drew trained, I think, Aston yes, Marvel. Yes, that's it. So they, they, he's a good supporter of, of definitely through feature races at Mount Gambier. So uh, good to him get a win and uh, kick the series off in fine style. So I said the top four from that heat will go through to the final. Um, I said the box will be out uh, later. So um, it, that'll be crucial. But then the second heat, Yatesy, again, I think um, 
uh, Dave Peckham's dog, um, Aston Zebel. Aston Zebel, which has been really good for a long period of time. He's also a big dog too. Yeah, well, I think he's about 34 kilos, so a little lighter. But yep. uh, that said, was uh, was too good again. Once again, found the lead. In fact, the first heat was lead and second run one two same here lead and second run one two i did like the close of the second greyhound classic moment in this race so just had to find a little bit of trouble early and overcome that to get uh to chase aston zebel but in the home straight sort of took a length or so off and aston zebel was highballing 29 52 and i really like the close of classic moment so i don't think it's without a chance in the final okay well i mean just in looking at it, I thought Aston Zebel, a very professional dog. I yeah. thought he, he, he loves Mount Gambier. He's a faultless well. beginner, isn't he, down yeah. there? He, yeah. There's not a lot of times you see him not box well. No, and it's the key to that. And as you talked about box draws, I mean, he could draw anywhere and he'll still put himself in the picture. I mean, obviously, he draws a bit close to the rail. He'll be really hard to beat. But he's been flying for Dave Peckham. Um, yeah, I mean, the first four go through. So it's going to make for a really interesting final. Um, I said $8,000. It's going to be a strong program there on on Sunday at the Mount. They had four heats over 3.05 for a maiden, so a really good final. And um, they've got a 700-metre feature on there. And I saw Zipping Neutron, Yatesy, was down there on on Sunday and ran 43.3. The track record's 43.1. So I'm expecting another big performance there. Maybe you were... You like calling track records. I might call, it, <laughs> I call a track record on Sunday for Zipping Neutron, but obviously the highlight will be the anniversary cup. Yeah, final. absolutely. We look forward to that. So the final will be made up of Aston Zebel, Classic Moment, Artificial Blue and Max Power, and Aston Marvel, Nero Valentino, Whiskey Chaser and Shameless. That's for uh, yep. Sunday's uh, anniversary cup final. Uh, now the champion puppy... Um, uh, Matho, a bit light on for numbers this year. We'll get to the final and do a full preview of that. That's coming up on Thursday night. Uh, we normally have heats into a final of this series, but yep. uh, this year, obviously, numbers were the issue. So we had uh, the, the prelude run last week. Yeah, so they're really young dogs. They're, they're just turned two, effectively, So and younger. So really young um, unfortunately, there was only eight nominations for last Thursday night. This we, isn't a paid-up four series, is it? This is no. purely age-restricted. Age-restrictive, yeah. SA-bred, non-SA-bred, doesn't matter, just what age you are. So, I mean, last year we had three heats, so it was really good last year, nice and strong. Only eight this, only eight nominations. We would have loved to have ran two heats, Yatesy, um, to get to a final. But as it was, um, we ran an, an eight-dog prelude. Um, because the feature race really has to land on this Thursday night. Fresh sure. Food uh, Co. Uh, sponsors, so um, they'll be in attendance, I think, on Thursday night. So I uh, wanted to land on that. So we ran the Prelude, um, and we had eight dogs. Unfortunately, the final's got six dogs, which we'll talk about later, um, but that's the nature of it. An eight-dog Prelude gave a few dogs a hit out. A few were stepping up to the 500 for the first time and, and probably needed the run, um, but... You can't really take much away from from the winner. Although I did find one that I think could beat it in the final. Really? I know. But but one last kiss for Bill Wadarchik. I mean, did give him a start and a beating. Yeah. Um, So very impressive through through that prelude. And, And just the way... 
one last kiss wound up in the middle stages. Yeah, really exciting, that dog. Yeah, uh, it was extraordinary, the win. Got a long way back early, picked them up, put them away. And as far as a prelude for an insight into a final, uh, with a lot of the similar runners backing up, yeah. it, you just got to figure out, I'm interested in what story you're going to come up with yes. as to how they get it beat. So look forward <laughs> to that coming up in our next segment. I yeah. uh, thought we'd touch on a couple of uh, the interstate runners that we've had, Victor Damien and Victor Marley, yep. uh, coming through their runs uh, in Melbourne. Unfortunately, both beaten, uh, but look, both probably ran okay. Um, what did you think? Well, I was to tell you the truth, I was a bit surprised that they turned up in the maturity on Saturday night. I thought just, particularly with Victor Damien, I thought had a tough campaign in Queensland. Um, looked a bit flat at his last run. Thought, okay, maybe a break, get him ready for the Nationals. But, I mean, obviously Tony and Lisa know exactly what they're doing with that dog. They turned up at the maturity heats, drew one, and I don't think the inside draw is really great for him. Um, you know, he he does what he does. Really, sort of sort of came out okay. There's a lot of speed at that Group One level. They they crossed him. He landed about fourth, and he rocketed home to grab second. Unfortunately, didn't qualify for the final. There's eight heats, but he was. Um, you can't take nothing away from him. I mean, he's going around in group races every time he goes around. So he's doing a wonderful job for the team, but. Um, yeah, far from disgrace in running second. They run time in the lead, so it's really hard for them to make ground. And Victor Marley, uh, as you mentioned, gee, she she's just such an honest chaser. She begins. She found there was pressure on the first turn for her in, in, in her heat, and she sort of withstood that um, and guts it out to run a really good third, I thought. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, the concerning thing for me with, with Damien was mid-race, like – he was untouched a little bit as far as trouble. Now, he elected to go back to the inside around the first bend, which is fine. We normally, yeah. some of his best mid-race acceleration has been around them. Now, he had to come through underneath. That said, there was space on his outside, so there was no direct pressure sort of hampering. Yep. I feel like he missed that mid-race acceleration that perhaps we're used to seeing. He certainly bought it in the home straight. Like, yeah. he, he was able to build up and charge home. I just felt there was a bit of a flat spot compared to what we've seen him at his top, just through that mid-race section. The early part of the race, we just know he can't match it with them early. So that didn't yeah. surprise me. Getting cross, he had plenty of space, in my view, to be able to push through and do what he needed to do. It was that position of heading into the back to coming off the back, where I felt like he just laboured a bit. He didn't have that yeah. that turn of speed that we saw perhaps later in the home straight. So, but like you say, Tony and Lisa, I mean, far be it from us to uh, sort of, um, you know, have a, a strong view on uh, this greyhound. But just from what the eyes told me, uh, that was how I saw that run. What that means, I don't know. But it just, I just felt like there was that lack of zip mid-race. Yeah, I think, I think that in his last start in Queensland, I think sort of we felt that a little bit. And it was a little bit there, the Meadows. We expect so much of this dog because we know what the dog can do. Yep. He's a special greyhound and... He's shown what he can do um, locally and interstate. It's just that beginning, isn't it? That just because um, you want him to be up on speed and then just put him away. Mm. But he's coming from behind all the time. So I don't know whether that's taken its toll on him. I'm not sure. Um, no doubt, though, um, they'll, he'll be back here um, and in a couple of weeks. Everyone will be very, super excited to see him go around in the Nationals and, you know, hopefully get through the series um, for for the connection's sake and represent SA back at the Meadows yeah. for, the, for the Nationals, but that's uh, still a, a few starts away. But I mean, I mean, he's he has done a super job. But yeah. 
you know, see how he goes back here in, in his home state. Well, uh, he was up there for the Brizzy Cup. Did you want to touch on the final there, the the Brisbane Cup? at A million dollars extraordinary stake money, isn't <laughs> oh. it? Like, it's hard to wrap your head around, really. Um, and the uh, the hot pot was rolled. Yeah, uh, amazing amount of money in Queensland. They've pretty much gone to number one for prize money. And a million dollar race, um, 650000 And the winner taken out by the WA Performer Elite Machine, who won the Perth Cup. Yeah. So no slouch far from that. We know WA form stacks up everywhere. It's, it is unusual to see them in Queensland, but money will get you there, <laughs> right? You'll travel for that. Yeah. Um, and so ter- terrific for them. But Postman Pat, I don't think you can take a, a lot no. away from that Greyhound. I mean, didn't begin as he can um, and worked super hard and got into second. I think super admirable performance. Um He's a star, Postman Pat, make no mistake. Not that you didn't know that. He started yeah. pretty much odds on in the final. Um, but in big racing, if you get that speed to lead, um, Elite Machine pinched a break, got the win, yeah. and, um, yeah, taken out two two cups. So. Yeah, and the, the Postman Pat, like, there was the start, wasn't it, really? And then was so keen it, it appeared down the back to get to the fence, but just had two dogs underneath, kept bumping, yep. bumping, accelerated, got around, but... Uh, the Elite Machine was off and gone. It was a good margin in the finish. There was certainly no um, nothing to take away from the winner. It no. did everything it needed to. So a, a terrific win. Uh, well, that's a look at our review. Up next, a preview of the uh, Thursday night program, the big feature, the Champion Puppy. The preview. All right. Uh, the preview is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Uh, free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search out the dogs at SA. Uh, get on board and, as uh, as always, gamble responsibly. Well, Matho, uh, the champion puppy final coming up on Thursday night. Yep. Uh, you had a little story for us beforehand about how you could get the likely favourite beaten. So take I us did. through it. It's uh, Is it race six on Thursday? It's race six on Thursday night. Yep. Um, 8.34 is our feature race. Um Obviously, school holiday time as well. Yeah, yep. you get a few kids out there, and uh, the feature race nice and early, so anyone come out and see the feature and yep. go home if they want to, or stay on for the rest of the night. But get plenty of kids there. But yeah, listen, I spent hours looking at the uh, review of the race results. Did you? Hours. 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 hours a thirty-second race took you hours. Pretty much. No, okay. No, no, but I had a, a apart from what one last kiss in the heat in the prelude. Sorry, last week, Buzz the Hustler. For Maury okay. Kiley. If you look at its run, mm-hmm. it was with one last kiss um, at the winning post, mm-hmm. um, back with it um, early. And then one last kiss went around, Buzz the Hustle went to the inside, found plenty of trouble, knocked over a couple of times, then just kept finding trouble, going to the inside of dogs and really didn't have a lot of luck. While one last kiss was making that really strong acceleration around, sort of lost a bit of touch, but then into the straight. Uh, again, went to the inside, really didn't have any clear running. Had drawn wide last week. Buzz Lasser comes into box one. One last kiss um, in the final has drawn eight. Suits one last kiss, you'd think, because it can just come around them out wide. But I think Buzz Lasser can be a little bit further forward in the field. And I think I think if there is a danger to one last kiss, it is Buzz Lasser, particularly if the dog can begin well, um, it has won from box one, 30-84. Probably need to go a bit, bit bit quicker than that to win. But I think it's a it's a chance to topple the fave. That's my view on what I see there. Bear in mind, it's a six-dog final, so there'll be a bit more room with the dogs. 
And um, really the only dog coming back into the mix is Dave Peckham's dog, Classy Shot, out of two, which ran third in a maiden. So big step up in class for mm. it. But effectively the first five from the, from the prelude have all come through. So um, I'm leaning... I think one last kiss hard to beat, but I I'm, wouldn't be surprised if Buzz Lahasa knocked it over. How did you see the champion? So puppy? over these few hours that you were pouring over the yep. form, what, how many beers did you have there? Uh, while plenty, you're... <laughs> plenty, plenty of beers. Uh, look, uh, it's a five length margin you're talking about, yeah. and and yeah. you're also uh, you're also um, wanting the same thing to happen with the pink that happened last time, which was didn't yep. ha- get a good start, totally bombed it. Can actually begin this greyhound as well. One last kiss. I appreciate the fact that you're you're going out there and looking for something to yep. to beat it, but sometimes it's as clear as the nose on your face as to what can happen in these races. And I think this is one of those races. I, I think one last kiss um, has shown us what he can do, yep. and he has now shown me that he can do it without things going his own way, yep. which I think is important. So he'd had those first two wins, which were bounce and win, um, and you know he was able to to run time. Now, when I say that, you've got to factor in the times of the night as well. So that first, sure. that debut run was that very wet night. Yeah. I think that's the night Victor Damien ran 30-21, wasn't it? Yeah. So yes. it was bucketing down. So very good run. Subsequent, 30-45. Showed some improvement and had done it off the back of a heavy track, $1.35 winner. Then found trouble and ran fourth at $1.15. And that's what I'm thinking, okay, so... Does it have to sort of have things go its own way? And then, admittedly, trouble-free in the sense of being knocked around, so had clear room, but not well away, able to balance, and then mid-race acceleration, clear room, got around them too good. Um, as far as dangers go, look, I thought the second Greyhound foot rot fender uh, chased home well. Yep. Um, I, I felt like it sort of closed off Late, a, a nice little margin there, and I, I felt like it ran okay. And Buzz the Hustler is one who surprised us a little bit back two and three runs ago, or three and four runs ago it is now, uh, where it beat the short price favourite, Where's Poppy, in both of those yeah. runs. And uh, he started um, uh, 3.20, and then he was a bit more fancied at his next run and, and was still able to do it. So, look, I concede that he's got some sort of hope, but th- these hopes only happen if something... Goes yeah. drastically wrong, I feel, with one last kiss. So I think sure. one last kiss comes out and he'll be too good, Matho. But uh, uh, I've gone eight, seven, one, and five anyway for uh, for the numbers. Well, just, just, I mean, obviously, one last kiss short. How short do you reckon one last kiss will be? Well, There's I mean, no markets out yet for it. No. So what you've got to do, generally, the way I look at things is you have a historical look back at starting prices. So you compare back to um, last week's, and this is a very good. Um, uh, space to be able to analyse this stuff because it's basically the same dogs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, that's key. Uh, he started a dollar ninety last week. Um, to me, he picked them up, put them away, yeah. and it was probably better than a dollar ninety win. At the same time, those greyhounds who started closer in the market to him, Buzz the Hustler at three seventy, Footrot Fender at four sixty. Um, you sort of go. Okay, is the market going to see them in the same vein this this time round? I feel like it's going to be a bit shorter, so I, yeah. I think it could even be it may even be a dollar fifty one last kiss, maybe a dollar seventy. But I feel like it's got to be shorter than what he was last week on what we saw. Sure, it's hard for me to draw a story that could make the market 
go the other way yeah, for him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. No, I agree. I think he'll be short and really hard to beat. I'll, I'll, I'll lean towards Buzz the Hustler based on, again, a better drawn. And if you can land in front of one last kiss, again, like what you said, things would have to go a bit awry for one last kiss for to bring other dogs into the race. Yeah. But I think, I mean, you know, these things happen in feature races. We know 101 yeah. winners win Adelaide <laughs> Cup. So, um, but I, don't, I can't necessarily correlate that to the champion puppy race. <laughs> but um, we'll put Buzz the Huster on top to beat one last kiss, I think. And, um, you, you know, you've got the other ones there lined up, I think. The foot rot fender for Stamenkovic went really well. And um, Hurricane Carter wasn't a bar- bad run um, first up over the well, – second up over the 5.30. Interesting to see Dave Peckham's dog classy shot you know, go – yeah, well, it's only having a second run. Yeah, uh, had debut run uh, was at Mount Gambier um, yeah. over the short there. So, uh, look, you'd have to say it's a really, really big, big step. step yes. uh, I mean, not only in class, but you, you've got to you've got to have a level of strength and stamina yeah. about you in these sort of races. Um, uh, but look, I have seen uh, from time to time greyhounds who have been successful over the short, they step up and they're able to ping and zip away and set up a big enough lead to hold on late. Uh, I just don't think this is a race that you'll see that. Um, Now, the Anniversary Cup final, uh, we touched on it before. We don't have a box draw as yet. Do do you want to have a a thought on on a winner or uh, did we cover that off in the preview? No, I think we're right in the preview. It's going to really be a really good race. I think, but box draw does matter. So wait for the box draw to come out, markets come out and all of that. But I mean, it's clear like a lot of these heats and final scenarios, the heat winners obviously will sort of dominate the market, you'd think. So it's nearly who can get the lead as well. Like particularly with Zebul, I mean, pretty much a faultless beginner. I'm just a bit worried about Marvel whether it can get down to the rail in the lead. But box draw, I think, is going to be crucial. So, uh, all right, what about other winners then, mate? Thursday night, let's uh, roll you out. What's the best? Okay, Thursday night, the best for me, Yatesy, will be go to race five on Thursday night. And it's going to be number seven, Express Speed, for the Rasmussen team. Mm. uh, two runs ago, ran third um, behind Basil Brush Rose, but has been running against Queen of Scotch. Um, Bernardo Bowl last week ran fifth. Wasn't a bad run last week, actually, but drops back to what you consider probably a bit more genuine sort of grade five company when it's been racing against higher opposition. I've seen this dog against this sort of company from a wide draw, race up on speed uh, and be a bit too strong over the end. And, and I do think that'll occur, particularly... Alinga Molly from the five has the speed here, I think. Will come out running. Might be able to give Express Speed a bit of a, uh, a run across. Um, and I think just with that um, competing against the, the you know the, the better dogs, if you like, um, in open company, we'll see him be a bit too strong at the end. I reckon you could get you know four or five dollars about him. So yep. I reckon that would be my best bet for the night. What about? I love the you? analysts' uh, comment in the race book, Matho. Uh, get your darts out, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> that is what you'll need to select the winner here, and you've found a best. Well, that's it. Well, I don't need to worry about four hours of study. I just yeah. get, get on the dartboard. Just uh, what about the box, though, Matho? What did you make of its record from the box draw? Nah. So it's had six starts and never run a place from no. box seven. But no. I do concede it can get a lovely run over. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about that. I think, I think um, the class edge, I think... A, will be able to allow the dog to race up on speed. It does yep. need to begin. I mean, it's not a dog that pings out. He does need to begin. You can see it third or fourth tracking up and yeah. then being too strong. No, I think yeah. against our, our open company dogs, he can't run past them. Mm. But against grade five company, I think... 
he, he can run past them. And, and I think you might get a bit of a price about him. So that'll be my best race five, number seven on Thursday night. Yatesy, uh, what have look, you got? I've got a couple. Um, don't know. They'll, well, first one might be backable. Uh, Victor Maley I like. So yeah. uh, look, the reason I like her is I really liked her run in Melbourne. So um, you touched on the way she was able to take pressure and then duck back to the rail and still... I thought she battled on so courageously in the run yeah. home. It was such a good effort. And the other thing I like about this race is she gets a setup for her that just looks beautiful on paper. I mean, Queen of Scotch in three, yes. Curon Cam in four, that's going to be the sandwich of all time. And then you've got Livet, who's drawn outside of Victor Marley, who can tend to want to stay up a yep. bit. So I just see her getting the loveliest of runs going to the first bend. And on what she showed me, that bottom end again on Saturday night, I really liked. So... She's my best, race seven, number six. I mean, that's a really good race, race seven. But as you spoke about race pattern, it does just set up for it. Because I think so. You sort of think a few of the, the main chances will run into into each other. We've spoken about Queen of Scotch, how she's desperate to get wide. And Coron Cam desperate to get to the rail. <laughs> It'd be really interesting on that first turn. Yeah, and, and Victor Marley's got the space of the five not yeah. being there as well. Plus the room that's probably going to come with Coron Cam. I guess the little concern is if... Curon Cam begins so sweetly and Queen of Scotch yeah. and Victor Marley bump together. But the, the thing with Victor Marley, though, she is electric out of the boxes, isn't she? And she's had that benefit of racing against strong opposition. Yeah. So, now nah, I like that um, that bet for you there, Yates. Uh, the other one, mate, is in the 595-metre race. We see Miss Artemis uh, step out over this distance range for the first time here yeah. in South Australia. Uh, is a distance winner in Sydney, uh, yeah, I, I think. think so, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, look, has been screaming out for this, I think, in my view. Yeah. As she put that patch of form together, which was just win, win, win. But that that was settle midfield and come with a really strong run. And I've been really interested to see how she steps up here. And the thing I like about her stepping up in this sort of field to this distance range is there's not a lot to get me worried in this field that has been there and done it over the 595, even though she's yet to do it here. Yeah. We do know she's got some bottom end strength. Yeah, I agree. I mm. think the the race sets up beautifully for a really small field. She's going to get back. She's going to need a touch of luck, but in a small field, she'll get that. And I think she's shown in her racing um, over the five thirty. She can she can find her way through a field. Yeah. Um, and she is really strong at the end. Really exciting to see um, what sort of performance she can put on here. Well, Matho, uh, great job, mate. Another great dog cast, yep. and uh, we'll catch you next time. But yep. we'll see you Thursday night at the track. Yeah.